This podcast is powered by The Plug. We got a special guests in the building, man. We got producer. We got vice president of AOA Mafia. We got the homie Fuse, man. What's, What's going good, on, dog? brother? How you? I'm good, man. Appreciate you coming on the show, dog. Every time. I was a little worried, man, when um, I told my man it was in the hood. I'm like, dang, he gonna come through? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm coming, man. I've been to Detroit before, so yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. coming back to the D, you know, it's, it's like definitely another dope experience. Wanted oh, yeah. to come back. Oh, yeah, man. I appreciate you coming, man. Y'all was on time, so it's always a plus two, you know, man. For sure. But uh, before we get started, man, we always start off with a salute me while I'm here. Yeah. A lot of times we wait for people to pass away, you know, give them their flowers and stuff instead of, you know, giving it to them while he or she can still mm-hmm. smell them. But it got to be outside your circle. It can't be mom, dad, you got kids or you got a lady or whatever. It got to be somebody outside of that immediate, you know what I'm saying, circle. So you mm-hmm. got anybody in mind that you can think of? Uh, I want to give them their flowers while they here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, actually, it's an 808 Mafia member. Mm-hmm. My boy, Trey Pounds. Okay. I want to give him his flowers because, you know, um, I used to, when I first got down with the 808 Mafia's crew, he, was, he wasn't he was making beats at yeah. all. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He was just a f- rapping. He was like a, a Brick Squad artist. Okay, okay. So I was actually making beats for him. Yeah. But I seen, like, from him being inspired, from being around me, Sizzle, and... TM and everybody else that he was just like, Yo, I'm gonna get a computer and I'm gonna make beats. Okay. So to see him literally go from that mm-hmm. to being like multi platinum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean like he did the uh the song with Gucci Man and Bruno Mars. Okay, okay. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, That's, yeah. yeah. So That's what's up. Yeah, so it was like yeah, yeah, I wanna yeah. give him his flowers, man. You, you, I saw you put in the work. Uh-huh. You deserve every all the success you got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, now you see I now I gotta ask, I was gonna wait to ask this question later on or whatever, but you you brought up AOA Mafia. How did that? Do you know like what's the what's the background there? How did it start? I know how did you become a uh, vice president? Was that something you was pushing? Like how how was your start with AOA Mafia and how did AOA Mafia start mm-hmm. itself? Uh, oh, so the backstory, you know, I was I was in New York when AOA Mafia yeah, actually yeah. started started. You know what I mean? But you know, just you know, from the knowledge that I was told, you know, um, by the time I came on board, it started between uh, Lex Luger mm-hmm. and Southside, Southside yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, Walkers who gave them the name, okay, 808 okay. Mafia, yeah, yeah, for yeah, them for sure. too, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So, you know, they, Southside and uh, Lex Luger, you know, they collaborated a lot, but okay. then uh, Lex did his solo thing, yeah. and Sizzle, instead of Sizzle just saying, well, I'm going to just be Southside, mm-hmm. he's, he's like, I'm going to be Southside with 808 Mafia. I'm going to start the 808 Mafia crew. Yeah. So then he just started recruiting people. You know, he had TM. TM was first. Okay. You know what I mean? He had other members like uh, Perps yeah. and um, there was others like Bebop. Okay. And uh, then I came aboard. Me, Tarantino, came around the same time, yeah. 2010, and um, other members that thereafter. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now you being vice president, how did that come about? Like, was the work um, you put in? Like, how did that? So how did that really come about? Was because you know I went to school for business management, okay. and you know I know at the end of the day we're all creatives, sure. and us being a group of creatives, mm-hmm. it was just like who's really thinking business? Yeah. Uh, Southside is a businessman, but he also has business partners. Oh yeah, for outside, sure. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? That run him and yeah. his business. Yeah, we'll give him But I'm thinking stuff. like, all right. Was how could I bring structure to Eight Way Mafia? So mm-hmm. you know, me and him had conversations 
uh, about how I could help yeah. assist just structural. Okay. You know what I mean? And branding. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, yeah, I'm successful as Fuse. Mm -hmm. And of course, I could just take the Fuse, run with it, and just brand the Fuse and mm -hmm. just put Fuse everywhere. But I'm, I really... You know, I wouldn't have this career if it wasn't for 8 Away Mafia. Yeah. So this is my way of giving back. Sure. And, you know, it, along with the process of recruiting new members and, yeah. you know, just being more of a mentor, the person that, you know, when you can't get to Southside, you okay. can get to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm about to say, I know y'all a group. And y'all do things, you know, saying by yourself independently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, is there ever like competition within the camp? Like, all right, let me the, see what I'm gonna do this year. I don't think the competition is like, oh, this he, friendly competition. Yeah, it's not a, it's, <clears throat> it's not about the accomplishments. We mm -hmm. don't have a competition with that. We have competition with just the actual creation itself. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that beat is crazy. Oh, I'm about to make a crazy beat. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? It's sure. just, it's just more like that. You know, everybody's success is going to be different yeah. individually. Some is going to be greater than others, you yeah. know, but we all applaud each other. We oh, all yeah. support each other. Sure, One win you. for you is a win for the team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I was, we was off camera, we was talking about the Hot Boys and they was talking about like, if you listen to those old Hot Boys songs, they were saying the person who went on first usually had the best verse. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was always competition, but it was like, all right, I'm going to come here and I'm going to whoop your ass today in the studio. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it was friendly competition to make everybody better because, you know, once you come in the studio, you got to give your best 16. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's the same thing when we sit down and make beats with each other. Like, if we collaborate, you know, it might be where I started, then Trey Pounds would add something, then D.Y. would add something. It's yeah. like... We all know that, damn, by the time I sit down and add something, I have to contribute something fire yeah. Yeah, to yeah, this yeah. beat. You know what I'm saying? Now, let me ask you, because we usually start, we're going to go to your uh, growing up. But let me ask you this. When you said contribute, help each other out and stuff like that, how do you feel like if an artist, you know what I'm saying, take that same that same uh, approach and that same concept, if he in the studio and he and he got some bars or something, but you think, hey, this might go with this, you think that's okay but a lot, or a lot of rappers like is opposed to that because it's going to make it seem like, all right, I had some help. You know what I'm saying? The whole Ghost Rider thing. Everybody hate that. You know what I'm saying? If you're a true I MC. I'm, I, so, I'm from New York. So, okay. of course, you know, New Yorkers, especially uh, during my upbringing, yeah. they were real adamant about, you know, writing their own stuff. Yeah. You know, expressing their creation the way that they do it, being original and being able to say, oh, you're biting me. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Sure. But now that I'm in the industry, mm -hmm. I see that in many forms, whether it's just producing, songwriting, or being the artist, you yeah. know, it's just like, everything is a collaboration, you oh, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you can never just do it all by yourself. No. Even if it's like you being the artist and you have business partners who help you succeed as an artist, that's a collaboration right there. Oh, yeah, true, true, You know true. what I mean? So I just look at it like collaboration is everything. So for people who, like, are opposed to ghostwriting, that's cool to mm -hmm. each his own, but I, I'm not. Yeah. I feel like if, if you feel like somebody could bring something to the table better than you mm -hmm. and it's for the greater cause, yeah. why not use it? Oh, yeah, it? for sure, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people, too, you got too much pride. Like, they don't want that help. Even though it might be some fire, man, I don't want that shit. Get I, I mean, <laughs> in this industry... <laughs> I mean, there was something I was taught. I don't know how many people were taught the same thing or if they even care, but mm -hmm. I was just taught pride and ego is, is, is like the two quickest things to kill your career. Oh, man, for sure. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I came in there and I knew I had to put that to the side. Yeah. So, I, when I walk in the room, pride and ego to the side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not greater than you. You're not greater than me. We all equal. Oh, yeah, you know for sure. I mean? Like you said, at the end of the day, as long as the team eating... Shit, it shouldn't really, the pride should be to, hey, you shouldn't even have it. Like, we all eating, we all good. We have a pride amongst us as a group yeah, to be able to together. say we're 808 Mafia, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? We're pioneers and we've done so much for mm. this industry. Mm. Yeah, there's pride behind that, yeah. but the ego behind that, you know, I don't carry that. You oh, know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure, like, yeah. I'm around other producers and 
you know, I just, I'm just as humble, you know. Yeah. Now, see, man, damn, it's it's crazy. We start like this because we never start like this and go straight into it. But like, mm -hmm. you see, you know, as a lot of artists, and I'm quite sure you you've seen it firsthand. What what's your beliefs as far as like why do people they they want people to break up? Like if I come in, this is, you my manager, mm -hmm. you brought me into this shit, we in here together. But as soon as a dollar bill come into the picture, mm -hmm. things get to start acting funny. Is it because we might not have those conversations beforehand, or I might not have never seen his my uh, my money, or I might want to go to this person because he got a bigger name. Like, why do you think crews or like individuals break up from each other when the money started coming in? You seen the movie Scarface? Yeah. <laughs> Lesson number one. Yeah. Never underestimate the other guy's greed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That, that's lesson number one. Yep, yep. There was no other lesson before that, right? Yeah, no. That, that was the first thing he's told them. Yeah. Never underestimate the other guy's greed. Yeah. And that's the truth. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you do business, you have to understand there's always going to be somebody who's going to want more. Yeah. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So that's, at the end of the day, what it is. And mm -hmm. you got to look at it like this from this standpoint. There's so many perspectives. Mm -hmm. So say, for instance, <clears throat> you're a manager. Okay and you have a artist okay. right or let's just say a producer produce reason why i say producer because producers get placements opposed to artists who just seek record deals yeah, yeah, yeah. so let's just say you're a, a manager and a producer right mm. y'all come in the game together mm. say for instance if you're a manager who brings xyz to the table yeah. and that changes the producer's career mm. right now there's two things about that now yes you change you help bring something to the table that was substantial for him yeah. and you uh -huh. and but it changes his career right yeah, yeah, yeah. so therefore you will see you will feel like yo i need to continue building with this guy yeah. i started you so yeah, yeah, continue yeah. so yes if you're a grateful person mm -hmm. and you believe that you, us keep us working together is going to bring more then yeah you're going to yeah. keep that same relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. so then it comes down to percentages right so let's just say at the normal rate of a manager is 20 percent, right yeah, yeah. so you got to think if a person who's never really had money like that yeah. which is 90 yeah, percent yeah, of the yeah, population yeah, sure, you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. uh then they come across a situation where money's now on the table money yeah. that numbers they never seen never before. seen ever yeah now this is where greed comes we in. got house fun man it's okay nah, <laughs> nah it's cool <laughs> yeah, yeah, throw back. uh it's like uh, that's where greed comes in yeah. so because now a person might look at it like damn i i just made 10 grand mm -hmm. right yeah. but now he's like damn i have to give up give, two grand yeah, so yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. damn i'm down down to eight yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. 10 look good yeah, though exactly yeah yeah I know. So you mean to tell me every time I do this, I get a ten? Mm. Yeah. I might have to fire this nigga. You know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That's where the greed would come Man. in because now that person's so focused on the money, money yeah, and forgot. thinking about getting these tens, but he's forgetting the fact that you helped bring yeah, that ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how some people cut off their own air supply. Yeah, man. Like I said, man, it's terrible because you see it. You see that shit so much, man. Like, damn, he started with this person. Yeah. Took a couple years into the game, it's a whole different person. That mm -hmm. go from sports. Like, you, you see people with ages who came into the game their rookie year. I mean, for some reason, sometimes it's, it's needed. Mm -hmm. But you see a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, that separation become 
effective once that that money come in. Like you said, that ten, mm -hmm. I gotta get you get you this. Mm -hmm. Damn, I can get, get more money if I get rid of your ass. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, you ain't really seeing like uh, if it was for him, you wouldn't be in the situation. Instead of looking at it like I just got an eight. Yeah, yeah. Damn, working with him, he might bring me ten more. Eights. Yeah, and you can say greed. Cause you know what you, I'm saying? Because you still ain't seen the eight, so exactly. you should be happy with that. You never seen the eight. <laughs> yeah. So that's it's crazy. So now let's just look at it from an artist perspective. You come in as a group, right? Yeah. Let's just say you're a rapper and you come in as a group. Of course, in, mo in majority groups, there's always that one who stands yeah, out, right? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. usually the star of the group. Yeah, yeah. So usually why groups break up is because of money as well. Yeah. If you're the star and everybody, once you're in the industry, you're, now you're in a whole different world mm. where there's going to be different people in your ear. Yeah, so right. if everybody's in your ear talking about, yo, you're the star, you're yeah, the star, yeah, you're you, the star, you're the one. your ego. Like. <laughs> now that's what I say, yeah. ego. So now ego is in the, in, into play. So now he's like, Shit, I might as well just go do this solo thing yeah. for a minute. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. now the other, now the rest of the group is like, damn, yeah. you cutting off their air supply because they're not, they're, yeah. they're actually living off of your stardom. Exactly, exactly. But it's, if you're a team player, you want that. Yeah. If anything, you want to help build them because mm -hmm. you're the star. Yeah, yeah. Because you see those R&B groups. Yeah. You got that person just, you know, what I'm saying like the boys man, you got the man with the deep voice, like mm -hmm. you know, what I'm saying and he could, just, you know, and you can see it. But that that with R&B groups, what group that you? Besides Boys to Men, is it a group that never really broke up and somebody did a solo thing? Mm. It's hard to like think, right? Maybe a Jagged Edge. That stayed together? Yeah, stayed together oh, throughout yeah, their whole Jagged career. Edge, Jagged Edge say. and probably Boys to Men. Boys to Men, yeah. It's probably the only two, because everybody else always had that, you know what I'm saying, they had Marion, they had Ralph Transvet, Bobby Brown, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like right. Slim from 112. <laughs> you know? <laughs> even even Casey and JoJo. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like it's always it's always that 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 main person. You already know, like, yeah, they they good for these two years together, yeah. but you already know after yeah. a while. He tired hearing that background vocals. Like, <laughs> I could do that background vocals myself. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much. So yeah. it, gets, it gets crazy when it's like money. It just yeah. changes everything. And you know what? We because we were talking about that off camera too. The battle. That's what they were saying as far as like the difference between Dipset and the Locks. The Locks never broke up. Yeah, they never did. They always did. Even though they was individuals, they were still rooting each other on. They were still mm. together. Yeah. Dipset had times with the beef was public between Jim Jones and Cam. Yeah. And Santana and Cam. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the that's that's probably the worst thing in this industry like just sitting back watching yeah it's like when personal business becomes public business oh, for sure yeah. it, it shouldn't never yeah what man. goes on behind closed doors should stay there that's what life too that's relationships you see motherfuckers yeah. on facebook literally Come like on, man. <laughs> like telling everything right yeah. and as soon as everybody else get their little they their viewpoint in mm -hmm. it messes up everything that's why i don't like when people call me about their relationships mm -hmm. because like don't call me talking <laughs> about yo man i hate this bitch da, 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 this man i just want to leave this bitch then you turn around and you're back with yeah, her yeah you're back with her like so, so it's yeah. just like all of that venting was for what? <laughs> hey, we've been through that. Like we like that's like when you 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 know, you you in a relationship with a young lady, you tell the family about them, mm -hmm. and then y'all back together. Not family hate Keisha exactly because of you. But you love Keisha, you want them to love them, but you ain't put all this. Which is what girls do. <laughs> yeah. Girls would like a lot of girls. They, man, they will bash you to their friends. They will bash you to their family yep. members. Yep. But I love him yeah, and still exactly. be with you. Man. But now everybody's looking at you crazy when you come around yeah, because yeah. they're like, she done told us this. Yeah. Ex, you know what I mean? So how much money you and made? You and hit upside the head? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Anything? Yeah. Just, yeah. So yeah, you gotta keep. You got you, you gotta keep that junk in the circle. You gotta keep always, it between y'all with everything always. with life, with business, with whatever. Always. Yeah, man. But see, yeah, that was that was cool, man. We didn't go right into it, but we always, you know, what I'm saying I always like to see how it was for artists or 
or anybody how it was growing up. So yeah. tell me how it was as a young fuse. You already said you're from New York. Yeah. Like who was in the crib? Mom, dad, brothers yeah. and sisters. Like how was it? Yeah, it was me. Uh, so growing up in the Bronx, it was just me, my both my parents okay. and my older sister. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister, she went to college, mm-hmm. so it just became a point where it was just me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I got the only child syndrome stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. But, uh, yeah, that's it, really. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, grow up, I was in the streets. Okay. You know what I mean? Definitely, like, always in the streets. Um, played sports. Yeah. What, I was, always, you, what was you doing? Hooping? Football? My what? first sport was baseball. Okay, baseball. Okay. I mean, both my parents are Hispanic. Okay, okay. So they always used to watch baseball, so... Mm-hmm. That's all I would, you know what I mean, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basketball is my favorite sport, which was the most successful sport for me. And that came later okay. in life um, through a cousin of yeah. mine. I used to stay with him during the summer. And uh, I, like, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I knew nothing about Magic Johnson's Larry Bird's, yeah, 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 Kareem yeah. Abdul-Jabbar's, none of this. Yeah. I knew nothing about yeah, it, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. My first basketball player was Michael Jordan. For sure, yep. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, I had his sneakers, never seen him play, didn't know why. I didn't yeah. know my mother bought me his sneakers, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But when I saw him play, I was like, damn, he's dope. So yeah. that's what made me just like... Was that, uh, was that like an early passion of yours before the music? Like, was that something that you looked into as maybe this was the career choice I wanted to chase as far as being, you know, a hooper or a baseball player? Yeah, I wanted to just do basketball. Once I picked up basketball, that's all I did. Yeah. Uh, I had a scholarship for basketball to Globe College in Manhattan. Oh, so you was nice for real then? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I did my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, it got to a point where I wanted to... Uh, had opportunities to play overseas and try out for the NBA, and sure. I didn't do it. I chose to just take the music path because yeah. I felt like it was less discipline, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hate sure. discipline. Yeah. <laughs> discipline is a part of life, but I, yeah. you know, I just know it came with certain sacrifices mm-hmm. that I just wasn't ready to make. Oh, yeah. And I just sure. know, That's like, music is just way more laid back. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. You just free. That's, that's true. Discipline, yeah. Come on. My brother was a cold hooper, cold hooper, but he hate. He hated when coach told him anything as far as like yeah. critiquing his game, what he should do, this yeah. and the third. Like same here. <laughs> yeah, what same position you play? I was the point guard. Oh yeah, so I got recruited too. to be the point guard. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be the shooting guard. Okay. But they already had like two shooting guards, which was they were exceptional shooters. You yeah. know what I mean? But I was just yeah. the point guard. So I, you know, I, I played my position. But what hurt me my first year is, you know, as you, if you're a point guard, you gotta mm-hmm. know all the plays. For sure. I had a problem of breaking plays. Yeah, you just go ahead and get but, that easy bucket. But that, <laughs> but that stemmed from my football days. Cause yeah. when I played football, I used to play for. Um, you know, a little league of football, and yeah. I I was a quarterback. Okay. So me being a quarterback, I will always break plays. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. stick to the plays. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. It'll just be like. And so throughout your career, Pav, you always been like kind of like the the man, like point guard. You running quarterback, things, quarterback, yeah. producing. You really you putting everything. You know, what I saying, still to play. do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you you still doing that? You know, through through three different things. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. I never looked at it like that. But yeah. <laughs> you know, showers, anybody. Yeah. You know, you get those. <laughs> I, I, I like the leader position. Yeah, for sure. I like to lead. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, um, you know, a lot of times we get our musical influences from the crib, yeah. from our mom and from our dad. Usually, our favorite artists come from them. Yeah, absolutely. So when you have your own ear for music, but you was loving what what mom was playing when she was cooking or. Anita Baker, Prince, Michael Jackson, Marvin Gaye. I mean, like, literally every kind of classic you could think of. Uh My parents' record collection was exceptional. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, literally, like... Every day they playing some kind of jam, and yeah. I, you know, you know, as a kid, I don't know the name of these artists yeah, you unless know, I, music. you know, what I, mean? I just knew it was good music. Yeah, I was just like, man, yeah. Luther Vandross, oh, that's yeah. my mother's favorite. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I used to be like, man, he's fire. Yeah, I remember my mom, you know, Anita Baker always top choice. Always. And you yeah. know when Anita Baker playing, you about to have a fire ass breakfast. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, facts. And my dad, like his I think his favorite was Sade. Oh shit, Sade. He always be hating on Sade, man. For real? He said suicide wow. music. Suicide music. <laughs> <laughs> For real? No. Her music like, is beautiful. Yeah, I love her. And her music, mm -hmm. like <laughs> both of them, is beautiful, dog. Very, very, yeah. still beautiful to this day. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, who was it? What your what your dad said? Hip hop back then? No, my parents they don't even understand hip hop. Still yeah. to this day, they don't. What is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you know, uh, my sister. Yeah. She was the one. She yeah. like she, everything hip hop mm -hmm. related, everything dance. You know, it was like techno, dance, yeah. and R and B. Like mm -hmm. literally, I think all my music influence probably came from her because she she was into dancing, so yeah. she, she would listen to everything. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now you know, what I'm saying we you were talking about like you know, what I'm saying we talking about music and stuff like that. But I was just telling him before you guys had came, like how it was, how exciting it was to get a new album and breaking the package off yeah, and yeah. reading the credits. Like how exciting was is it then compared to now? Like, are you as excited for a new album to drop now? Compared to back then, because like back then you could actually like get the physical hard copy, open it up, might use it for a poster, read the credits. Like you can do that on your phone, but it's it's a different type of feeling. It's yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. Of course, back then is is you know you open in a package. It yeah. was like a you know an experience. Yeah, for sure. You get to open up the the insert. And, you know the insert be wild yeah, crazy. Yeah, so you might fuck around. There'd be like an order form at the end of one. Yeah, get yeah, some yeah. merch. Yep, yep, you know yep, what I mean? Yep, like yep. surprise you or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you might get a sticker inside. Anything. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So I used to just. I mean, it was just an experience. Now you know. You know everything streaming. Yeah, so yep. which one stood out? Because to me, an album, a couple albums that stood out as far as like just the packaging and the, and the cover art yeah. was Janet Jackson. Just because I was young and a pervert mm -hmm. when she had her titties getting covered up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and um and no limit and cash money albums because mm -hmm. it was like it was i think master p probably started that whole the cover looking like just dope as hell yeah like you got the bling you got the lays you got this that and the third like i wouldn't even say though more so those i would say i would go back to my dad's record collection mm -hmm. there were some albums like i don't remember the names but they had some crazy covers yeah like, yeah shorties was like topless yep, yep, yep. you know what i mean i remember like, ice tea joint yeah i his mean cover there was the, a lot of yeah. joints i was just like yo girls was provocative back then like <laughs> they sure. had it out like this on the cover mm -hmm. you know what i mean but yeah yeah my dad used to have some record covers i'd be like man this is like soft porn <laughs> but no for <laughs> sure for sure man now um we all ask this question a lot man we started this back at the crib and we had like game nights so or we just chilling yeah we, we um give me a song or an album that every time you hear it it just take you back to a certain point in your life, a certain time. Like it might have been the first time you might have, you know, what I'm saying, kiss the chick. This song was playing, or when you, you know, what I'm saying, anything. What's a song that just st stands out? Like it could be an album or a song. Um, it, I would say Souls of Mischief, '93 okay. till Infinity. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I just I don't know I think that was like the first rap song that I, when I was cause I used to always watch a show called Video Music Box uh -huh. like the back in New York. Yeah, that's a, a like a popular video show okay. where they play rap videos and that was like the first video that i saw where i was just like captivated you yeah. know it's a crew yeah. i know they weren't from new york they were like from cali i don't know from the west coast somewhere yeah and they were just dope yeah, and the yeah, beat yeah. was just so fire and yeah. i was just like i, I really like this see that's so. my first memory of rap is like so much better than mine mm. my first memory was like as far as something that like gravitated and just got me was uh 
start missing like baby got back. Okay. That's, <laughs> Just a, that's a dope song too. Yeah, because I'm like, what? Oh, his ass on like, I'm like five or six years old. You know? <laughs> but if you look at that video, compared to the ass now, it's totally different asses. Yes, absolutely. Like, if you can tell those natural asses, like I mean, they just like a girl had an ass out. Yeah. It was they just cool with it. Yeah, you know yeah. Now you got the WAP song, everybody protesting against mm -hmm. it. But Sir Miss Lot was showing ass the whole video. I mean Luke. Luke oh man, yeah, for Two real. Live crew. Yeah, yeah. He put the whole parental thing down. You know what I'm saying? People was trying to ban his music and yeah. stuff like that. So it was just like sometimes with that I don't know because when we get older we become our parents and look back at things like those was the good times. Mm -hmm. But like looking at videos and opening up music CDs and stuff like that, it was like a different feeling than it is now. Yeah, it, I mean like I said, it was just an experience, you know what I'm saying? Like when you actually you don't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And then also you're eager to know the credits. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Like who, who produced this? this yeah. You know what I mean? Then especially if like I used to have like favorite producers that mm -hmm. I would want to hear a beat from and yeah. I'll be like, Oh, he produced on here, you know, I'll yeah. go straight to that song so yeah. I can hear the yeah, beat. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it was just different. Sticking on that man, like growing up man, you know what I'm saying, who was who was three um three uh, uh uh producers that you looked at, like as far as like these are my three guys. Three guys. Um Havoc from Mob Deep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. Havoc. Reza from Wu Tang. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I loved everything Wu Tang yeah. was doing at the time. Um, and I would say, um, Jay Dilla. Jay Dilla, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah. three. That's a good three. Yeah. Manny was my because my introduction to rap because like you said, your parents didn't play rap music. My mom and dad didn't play rap music. Mm -hmm. So once I became a real rap head for real, it was like 13, 14 So it was a whole Cash Money era. Mm -hmm. So Manny Fresh just became my favorite producer like yeah manny's dope love, man yeah Manny was fire yeah. you know what i'm saying but i mean of course as time progressed there was other producers i started gravitating towards like you want to if i listen to an album i would want to hear kanye west beat oh yeah yeah, yeah or yeah. just blaze beat you yeah, know what yeah, i mean for sure. like uh timbaland yeah. and pharrell like yeah, it was just yeah. so many that you just look yeah. forward to hearing oh yeah like, yeah like i said man i miss them days man bring bring her hey i was in the mall and i walked past the cd store and i went crazy yeah i had to go in there and then i thought about it, like damn what am i gonna play the cd on yeah <laughs> like, nah, you know like, it's crazy i have a car i just got like a while ago like like a year and a half ago i bought an audi and it still had a cd player oh damn and i was like, I actually excited about yeah, it yeah man so <laughs> the funny thing about it was i actually had like cds at yeah. my like every time I go back to New York, yeah. my mother, she still like, whatever I had left there, still there. Still there. So yeah. I have like the hugest CD collection. Yeah, so man. every time I go there, I always find myself stealing one yeah. of my own CDs. Like, man. Well, bring that's classic. That's when you in the car, you going through the, yeah. the, the book. It just feels <laughs> fun. Like just I don't know, it's real nostalgic. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, that was a good times, man. So you know, we talked about the uh, the artists you was listening to based off your parents. Yeah. But once you got your own ear for music, like who was those? Those artists that you was messing with. And, uh, like, my, the first rapper that uh, I invested in, well, not even I, that I wanted to actually indulge to hear an album was Redman. Okay. Oh, yeah, and his yeah, first yeah, album yeah. was called What the Album. Yeah, yeah, Redman and Fire. I just remember my sister bought the album for me. Yeah. And I never got to hear the album because my, for some, I don't even know how. I think my mother said, let me see that. And yeah. she like looked at the, the names of the songs yeah. and there was like a song called How to Roll a Blunt. Yeah. And yeah. my mother was like, oh, nah. No, I can't hear this. Yeah, he's yeah. not hearing it. He's not listening <laughs> to this. And she gave it back. So it took me a while until, um, uh, you know, I, there was like a, a, I guess, I don't, tape store. They still yeah. sold tapes around yeah, that time. Yeah. like, And they had CDs too. But I just remember like I was, Walked in there, I had a little chump change in my pocket, yeah. and I went to go rebuy the Redman album. Okay, but I didn't buy it because I saw that there was a Wu Tang 
uh, <laughs> song, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I bought that instead, yeah, yeah, which yeah, yeah. was uh, "Protect Your Neck." Okay, okay, yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. just addicted from that point was, on. Was that your first? Um, that's the first. Uh, that's the first music purchase I ever made. Ever, ever. Man, that was, why is it cool? My mine was terrible. Mine was um. <laughs> do you remember the response to No Scrubs, Sporty Thieves? Yeah, yeah, I remember no that. Pictures. Yeah, no pictures. <laughs> But that shit was fire oh, too. Yeah. I used to love that song. <laughs> I bought that because you had the single. Remember you could buy it, it had a clean, yes. the uh curse verse and the instrumental. Yep. That's how singles used to come. <laughs> yep. My mom went to uh what's that FYE, was that whatever that, that place is? And yeah, I had to bring her because I wasn't 16. Mm. So she had to, that was the first that was my first purchase, man. Nah, that was the joint back then. <laughs> Nigga had we to used to always be in high school loving that shit, like yeah. the sporty thieves. What? <laughs> yeah. See, people don't be knowing about sporty things, man. No pigeons, man. What? That was that shit. <laughs> shit back then hell yeah god damn man so with you man like as far as music man when you know you said you hooped and stuff like that whatever mm -hmm. it had you know you played ball uh heavy when did music become a part of your life was it a rapper or was it always producing or was it a little bit of both it was rapping oh okay. uh, yeah I, I aspired to be a rapper and um i, I did good as a rapper like you know I, yeah. I, I was talented at it but okay. i just fell in love with uh producing because i just felt like it came with less hassle mm -hmm. you know with rapping there's so many politics with that yeah, you know what yeah. i mean and it's really like you really gotta know for sure somebody yeah. you know what i'm saying as, as to producing how my career started my beat just randomly ended up in somebody's hand that was able to change my life and that's mm -hmm. usually how it could happen for oh, yeah. a producer yeah. opposed to being a rapper unless somebody just randomly hears your song yeah but i mean rap was cool mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i still you know like to rap in my yeah. head Did you still go by the name fuse yeah of course okay, okay. yeah i had fuse i had that name since like always like cause always. some people had like terrible First name. I mean, I'm be honest with you, my. <laughs> this, this is gonna sound sad, but my first name literally was Spicy Chicken. <laughs> oh, you gotta give me the back the background on how you got that name. It's from football. Okay. Because you know, all right. So my favorite football players are quarterbacks who run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Who always break the play? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike Vicks, you know, yeah. people like that. So I was doing that as a kid before I even know <laughs> knew people were doing that yeah. before it was like a thing. Yeah. And I used to just always do that, break the plays and just run. Yeah. And but I used to just <laughs> it was just stupid because I wouldn't run actually with the intent of Score. trying to get to the touchdown. I would run just trying to break people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I see somebody, oh, I broke him. <laughs> somebody else, oh, I'm going to break him. And it would just be that. So they used to be like, oh, that boy spicy chicken. <laughs> so it just stuck with me. And I was just like, man, that shit corny, man. <laughs> Y'all niggas ain't gonna keep calling Duh. me spicy chicken. <laughs> like, did you, did you, like, all right, this is gonna be my rap name, or like, did they put that, like, hey, just call Nah, it wasn't even rap. It was like, I was just a sports head. Yeah. You know what I mean? They was calling me spicy chicken. That was before rap. Damn, yeah. spicy chicken. I, I don't, we gotta reintroduce that name to somebody, man. Nah, <laughs> that shit's buried. <laughs> oh, man. I get haunted every time I see that name on a menu somewhere. Like, I see spicy chicken. I'm like, shit. Take you right back to them, them breakdowns, man. This shit's God horrible. God damn, man. So, um, so you say you, uh, you did rap for a little bit, then you gravitated towards the producing because that was yeah. a little better for you. Mm -hmm. Now, who were some people like on your come up and your journey, man, who was like hands on helping you out, giving you some little information, some knowledge as far as being a producer? As being a producer, uh, no one. Okay. Um, until I got in the industry, yeah. and then I needed a manager. Yeah. So I hooked up with my boy Serge Duran, okay. who currently works with Capitol Records. Yeah. And um, 
like he gave me a lot of game mm. and, and uh, my lawyer Vinny Kumar at the time mm. he gave me a lot of game too but I just learned like in this industry it's not an industry where people want to teach you yeah. this was the industry where you just got to figure it out on your own yeah, get it, you know you what I mean because at the end of the day this is how I look at it everybody comes into this industry and gets screwed yeah. at some point right mm. so they figure out how not to get screwed right mm. so by them figuring out how not to get screwed that's them protecting their ass okay. at that point that's all they're worried about yeah. so they don't care about what you're going through yeah. they if you if you tell somebody that you're going through a situation where you're getting screwed or they won't be like damn that's crazy <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> hey you know you got that, that damn that's crazy that's, <laughs> damn that's crazy yeah yeah they'll hit you with that instead of saying oh damn for real or right, so let, let me tell you how you get out of that situation or mm -hmm. you, uh, i'm gonna tell you how you prevent uh, getting into the situation again, and sure. when you do get out of this, you know, like yeah. people, and you know, what I'm saying, like, I've done met producers literally, like, they don't even know me for a week, and they yeah. like something in me, they or something in them that will say, Yo, Fuse, can you help me? Uh, I'm going through this, yeah, and yeah, I was, yeah. and I was like, Yeah, I got you, yeah, yeah, for sure, you know, what I'm saying, because I'm the person, like, I literally, I wish yeah, somebody, somebody gave me game, yeah, 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 yeah. there's a lot you of shit that. that I could have avoided, yeah, for but sure, but nobody gave me game, Man. and I, I respect Southside, like, when he Southside put me on, I respect him because he didn't baby me, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, like, like, I'm not saying that you know, it's not. A benefit of getting baby, you for know, sure. yeah, a person yeah. walking you in, yeah, introducing yeah. you, yeah, and yeah, making yeah. sure you Putting connected. Right yeah, plugging you everywhere. Like, nah, Southside really just gave me like, threw me in the woods, gave me a knife, and said, "Come back with a fur coat." Yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. that's what he said. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what I was like, shit. Yeah. So that's pretty much how my career was, but I appreciated it. In hindsight, going yeah. through it, you like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, but. Yeah. When I see other artists or producers going through what they going through, if I can help them, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna see, give them game. And they go back to your, like I said, your point guard and quarterback days. Yeah, because I, like I, I tell that. my kids, because I coach basketball, a lot of times, man, life and sports is hand in hand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? If you're a good team player, you know what I'm saying on the on the, on the court, you at, you at way at the crib. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of times, I be telling my kids all the time, like, listen, man, if you you got fucked up attitude, that's how it's gonna be. Absolutely. And you used to feed people, so you like, I wanted to feed, but I wish I could have, you know, got fed some dollars my damn self yeah. when I was coming up. And then you know, um, this this those times in my career where I've you know changed people's lives, and it was almost like, all right, cool, thanks, and yeah. then that's it. They turn yeah. their back on me. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. damn. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But that's a living, and you learn lesson thing too. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I had to. I just had to go through what I had to. I'm not. I don't complain about my path. Yeah. Like I say, you know, when you're going through it, you you kind of confused because you're not understanding it. Yeah. But once you get past it, and you can look back at it. Yeah. You like, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, makes man, sense. That's fucked up. Yeah, you help somebody out, and they just. That's like you. Yeah, I ain't help plenty of chicks out like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, you living good because of me, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put you in that situation. Yeah, yeah, it happens like that. Yeah. Now real. talk about uh, man. Do you do you remember your first beat? You uh, you made some bread off of. The first beat I made bread off of was the first beat I ever made. Oh damn! Yeah, so my boy Zay, shout out to Zay. Yeah. Um, he used to have a studio and he always made beats. He was a rapper turned producer, and I used to admire him as a rapper. And yeah. I, you know, as he took that transition into producing, I admired that as well. Yeah. I wanted him to teach me, but he would never teach me. Yeah, so yeah, I would yeah. just have to be over his shoulder. Okay. You know what I'm saying? At all times. So I just remember he had a laptop. And he had a studio session one day with these artists mm. and he was on the big computer so his laptop was free so i was just like yo can i use your laptop i'm gonna go sit in the corner right here with yeah. the headphones he said go ahead i made a beat 
So I guess I had the headphones so loud yeah. that the artist that was that was there, yeah. they heard it. Yeah. And I just remember like the dude kept getting closer and closer <laughs> to the point where he just tapping me on my arm and he's like, yo, you made that right now? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, I just made it. He said, yo, can I hear it? And I handed him the headphones yeah. and he was like, yo, this is crazy. He was like, yo, how much? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, Shit. I don't even know. I'm like fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah. Literally, yeah. he's like fifty dollars. Like he gave me that look. He like, like what? Nigga, you're like, like yeah. but I, I'm looking at it like shit. That's fifty dollars yeah. more than what I had. Like, yeah. I ain't have shit. Yeah. So like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And that right there made me be like, so you mean to tell me I could get fifty dollars every time <laughs> I do this? Yeah. So that was my mentality. You know, like literally, like. Yeah. So it just turned into, um, you know, a lot of rappers found out that I was making beats in the neighborhood and they would just try to like kidnap me. Like, yo, come yeah. to the crib, yeah. come make beats for me. And that's what I was just doing. Like on my free time, just working with artists that mm. was local. Yeah. And that was pretty much my practice. For sure. Yep. Yep. And that was it that's really. True. Now tell me this, like, uh, what, what was that moment, man, when you was like, damn, I'm the shit. Like I did, like, I'm like, you, you start, you feeling yourself like, Hey, this, I'm, I'm the man of this shit. Like I, I can do this for real. When I was doing beat battles, okay, I used to do beat battles in New York mm -hmm. um, when I was first starting, and um, you know I, I can't lie, like you know a beat battle is no different from a boxing match, mm -hmm. no different from any type of competition. You're gonna be nervous, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, not knowing what you're walking into. Mm -hmm. you, I was very inexperienced, and like these, there were some people that I know of that were making beats for years, yeah, and I was going up against and. I just knew that I had a certain type of beats, okay. and I felt like they were beat battle yeah. compatible. So yeah, yeah, yeah. my first beat battle, I won that one, and I was just like, hmm, yeah, I'm yeah. on to something, yeah, you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Then came to the next one, and then the next one, yeah. I'm just winning all of yeah, them, and I'm just like, yeah. I'm the shit, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know what I mean? But sure. I had to humble myself, I'm like, I'm the shit, but I don't got not one motherfucking song on the radio. Yep, I don't yep. got not one plaque. I don't got nobody knows me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so now it's time to do something else. So yeah, it was like if I'm gonna do this, yeah, let's do let's do this. Yeah. So it just I ain't know how it was gonna pan out, but it just panned out. Mm -hmm. You know, the now, stars aligned. Now speaking of beat battles, man, else you was down here in Detroit. You was a, a guest a judge for the beat battle yesterday. Um, yeah, how did that go, man? That like, was awesome. And I think of a battle, I always think about battle rap. Like so, as a beat battle, like. Was you go, I go, and then they pick a winner? Yeah, honestly, but I like this beat battle the most. Out mm -hmm. of, I mean, not to say that because I'm here and my man's is here, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. out of every beat battle I've ever been to, uh -huh. this was my favorite. And, it, and the reason why it was my favorite because most beat battles, there's like 30 producers. Yeah. So you really have to wait. Yeah, if like, you're damn. competing, you yeah. have to wait your turn. And if yeah. you're judging, you have to the, sit through all of that. And then that. you kind of forgot how... Uh, player one yeah like, <laughs> you know what I mean so it's just like shit so yeah. many this one was so intimate because it was just two producers yeah you know what I mean because I think we started a little bit later than we were scheduled and um like these two producers that he knew of that was real dope and that they really wanted to compete Dave and uh Truro 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 and Dave yeah, yeah. New Wave Dave they both fire okay but like I said I like that because it was like they the way they did it it was different because you know 
when you go to a beat battle, you already have your lineup of beats. You know what's gonna go first, you know yeah. what's gonna go second, third, and then it's already there, the DJ just plays it. Yeah, yeah. It was more like he played a beat, then he would be like, oh, word, that's what you're coming with? <laughs> Hold on. He walks over to the DJ, yeah. and he's like, nah, play this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he sure. goes, he plays another. Other dudes like, oh, word, this is what we. All right, so then he walks like to the DJ. Battle, yeah, like... but they literally walk into the DJ like, nah, we're not gonna play that, we're gonna play this. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So they going back and forth throwing some punches, and I'm like, jeez. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, that's why I liked it, but uh, New Wave Dave he won. Okay. And like he's fire. Like, yeah. Shout out to him. So. Yeah, that's what's up. Now, do you guys still be recruiting for people for 808 Mafia? Oh, like, if I was a, a, a producer, like, hey man, listen to this work, man. Like, <laughs> you know. So I say so. Or do it take that? Like, y'all gotta find the person. We are all established producers in 808 Mafia. Mm -hmm. All of us are multi platinum producers at mm -hmm. this point of our careers. Mm -hmm. So we all have our own sub companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if TM finds a producer. And he brings them on board, he signs them to his company, okay. but you're still under the 808 Mafia yeah, it's umbrella. Off, like, yeah, it's just yeah, a yeah. branch under 808 Mafia. As for actual 808 Mafia members, mm -hmm. you gotta kind of be spectacular. <laughs> Not yeah, to say yeah. that I came in and I was spectacular, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but gotta, at this point, that's just like the bar is so high. Yeah. We just be like, This is y'all. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, For sure. Yo, you really gotta come with some shit to yeah. make all of us be like, Yeah. yeah you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? But. Usually, when we find talent, we like to look at the new talent as our own personal secret mm -hmm. sauce. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah, for sure. we just try to sign them individually. Yeah. Now, uh, speaking of your own, are you still working with uh, Young Butter? Oh, shout out to Young like, Butter. Yeah, from Damn, Ohio. Hell yeah, I just spoke to Butter like yeah, yeah, two yeah, days yeah. ago. I, I, yeah, because I, I peaked. He was on, I remember he was on Sway. Yeah. Um, rapping on Sway and stuff like that. He got a couple of songs. Uh, he, um, I forgot his latest joint, but it was, it was pretty dope. Like, how did, how did that. Uh, how did that um, relationship come about? Uh, and that's somebody, like, y'all still working together? Oh, yeah, absolutely, to this very day. So um, he was originally signed to, or I don't, I don't know if he was signed, but I know he was, like, really, like, linked in with Adrian Broner. Okay, yeah, 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 because so, he's from Ohio, too. Yeah, yeah, so Adrian Broner was, like, you know, trying to do the music thing at one point. Yeah. And um, there was a song that Young Thug had put out that uh, Adrian Broner put together. Mm -hmm. He put actually put the song together, but yeah. Young Thug put it on his album, okay. and it was a song that featured Young Butter. Okay. And I'll be honest with you, when I as soon as I heard it, first time I heard it, and as soon as I heard it, yeah. I was like, "Who's this guy?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying? Literally, like, no questions asked. It was, "Who is this guy?" Yeah. And then I did my my homework, mm -hmm. did some more research on him, and then I saw that he was really locked in with Adrian. So, yeah. you know, I just you know watched from afar. But um, I guess they decided to part with biz ways business-wise. Okay. And then, you know, he reached out because mm. we was already talking. And yeah. then he was just like, yo, you know, I want to fuck with you. And I was like, yeah, sure, I want to fuck with you. Yeah, 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 And we just started just creating the catalog. You okay. know, we have a lot of songs, yeah. you know what I mean, right now. But Is he in the works with any, any projects or anything? Uh, honestly, I was just talking to him the other day because uh, I... I have, you know, not only do I have my own label, mm. I have my own management company as well. Okay. And I know that he could use a manager at this yeah, current yeah, yeah. time, so I was just setting him up with my management team. Okay. So that's pretty much one of our new clients that we're going to be bringing on okay, board for, for sure. the uh, 2021. That's what's But up, I yeah. always had the relationship with him as a producer. Yeah. But now it's on yeah. management, and then we see how further we could go with it. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, how uh, is it? Is it tough, man? Like when you're trying to, even though you got you established, you got a name out here. Is it hard to break a new artist like 
in, in today's climate because you got so many people. Every day is a new rapper on, yeah. on social media. Every day is somebody trying to rap or, you know, just, hey, I'm a rapper today. Is it hard breaking an artist knowing it's a thousand others that's in your on your block that's trying to rap too? It's just different now. You know, I tell people this because people really don't understand it and they really have to understand this. Mm. Music changes every day yeah every day oh, yeah. which Fast. means the music industry changes every day mm -hmm. what applied yesterday might not apply today yep, yep. we're in a world where it's not about talent shows and stuff like that it's yeah. tiktok yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly that's the talent show now you know what i'm saying tiktok mm -hmm. you get a song that's popular on tiktok now people are checking for you yep, yep. then they're gonna go to your Social media, all right. So you have an Instagram. What's your following like? Yeah, you know sure. what I mean. Yeah. So because they, they they looking at following as what's going to equate to streams, dollar, dollar yeah, signs. Yeah. At the end of the day, because at the end of the day, if you got big following, it kind of like they don't have to do as much. They don't want to do nothing. Yeah, <laughs> but push a button. Yep. You know what I mean, and that's it. Like so, yeah. They just really want people that already got everything going for themselves already, and mm -hmm. they just want to be able to add their name to that. Mm -hmm. And boost it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's it, really. Do you, you know now, I mean? do you got any advice? Like, we just talking about this. Uh, shout out to my uh, boy, Son of Rose. He was on here. We was just talking about, like, how is the popularity contest and stuff as far as, like, you could be a dope artist, but you could have, like, 1,200 followers. Yeah. So nobody ain't watching for you. Exactly. Is it? Do you got any advice, like, to get your name out there a little bit more as an artist and you know you dope, but you might not have that following, you might not have that right person that ain't heard you? Like, what would you tell a new artist to do, like, to get their name and get a little buzz for themselves? I say there's a formula and then follow the formula. Mm. If the formula is TikTok right yeah. now, well, yeah. go to follow that. So do I got to do, so should I make a song to make my people dance to this or? Not, not even. Just make a good song. Yeah. Put it on TikTok. You know what I mean? And if it's a good song and it's if people, gonna go. it's going to go. Yeah. What's, what's meant to be is going to be. Gonna be. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I tell yeah. people this all the time, <laughs> man. A lot of people want that race to speed up. They can't. They want to go through them it's, laps. It's, yeah, it's not your time. You know what I'm saying? It's never your time. It's always God's time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like what's going to be is going to be. Like, yeah. if your song is meant to blow up, it's going to blow up. Oh, yeah, but sure. that means you still have to do the things that needs to be done for it to blow up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if it needs to be on TikTok, put it on TikTok. If you need some Instagram videos, yeah. put it on Instagram. Yeah, if you need sure. YouTube, put it on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. these things exist for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Why? These are tools that you can literally use from your phone. Yeah, Why yeah. Wouldn't take advantage you? of it. And it's crazy because what people don't understand is the music industry, mm -hmm. once you sign that dotted line, like, Unless you have a clause in there that says you keep all certain certain type of control, mm -hmm. you lose all that control. You yeah. can't even drop a song if you, if the label don't want you to drop oh, yeah, a song. Yeah, yeah. Can't drop an album if the label don't want you to drop an yeah. album. You have the ability to do everything yourself. You yeah. have all accountability. Okay. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, they, and we're giving you free apps yeah. that you <laughs> can sure. yeah, to promote there, your shit. Take advantage of it. Why wouldn't you take yeah. advantage of that? Yeah, you got so to, there's man. really no excuse. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. Like I said, you just got to keep pushing, keep getting on people's nerves with that shit, inboxing. Even with this podcast, I'm sending, I'm sending my podcast links to 10 people every couple hours. Yeah, just, as you should. You know what I'm saying? Just to keep it pushing, keep it moving. Uh, hopefully one day we'll get a deal on this. You know? <laughs> Listen, no, hopefully. I oh, don't yeah, live we, by we, that yeah, word. Got, yeah, speaking to existence. I don't yeah, speak. I don't, sure. I don't use that word hope. Oh, yeah, but when we do, you know what I'm yeah, saying? There we go. <laughs> yeah. Now, we... let me ask you this real quick because I'm always, I always want to know the answer to this. I kind of know the answer, but I be wanting to hear it. Um, I had a producer on last time 
and I was talking about YouTube type beats. You're a producer. Yeah. So say I'm I'm such and such, I'm an artist coming into the game, but I might not have the money to be able to afford the beats that I want. But I know I'm dope and I wanna give people music. But I go on YouTube, go on a, a, a J. Cole type beat. And I find those beats and I make a whole project. Is that a bad thing to get my name out there or should I just wait and, and build my money up and get me a nice beat? All right, it's better to own the, the music. So my advice is if you find a beat that is a YouTube beat, mm -hmm. uh, whatever type beat, mm -hmm. there's usually the producer's information in the description. Mm -hmm. So I used to be opposed to type beats only because I just didn't like the fact that they're using my name. Yeah, Fuse type beat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just be like your type beat. You, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you sure. made yeah. this beat. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? You don't have to put my name on it. <laughs> so, but there are producers out there who use that, you know, type beats. And I currently just discovered a producer, shout out to Adrian, that I definitely got rocking with my team now because I was looking for, I mean, I actually discovered him through a, a TikTok video that went viral on Instagram. Okay. And when I found that, I was curious about the song mm -hmm. and I found out that the song wasn't the original song that was in the video, it was yeah. a remix. Okay. And the only way you could find that remix was on YouTube. Yeah. So I went to YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was just kept doing research, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. where is this beat from? And then I found the remix, and then it said remix produced by Adrian. And then it had his information, and I reached mm. out to him about that particular beat. Like, yo, this beat is dope. Yeah. And, of course, he was, you know, astounded that I would reach out to yeah, him. Sure. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? So, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like I say, I'll reach out if you're dope. And, yeah. like... His beats would be like labeled Playboy Cardi type beats, uh -huh. you know what I mean? And I would listen to him, and he would have like legit Playboy Cardi remixes, yeah. like the acapella with his beat on it. And I'm like, that's creative, that's dope. Yeah. In his fire, he's yeah. getting hella views. I'm like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not opposed to that. And I just, like I said, if you're gonna use YouTube type, uh, YouTube beats and tight beats, mm -hmm. um, just reach out to the producers, see yeah. if you can work something out with them. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. know what I mean? Because, yeah. I mean, producers, this is their intellectual property at the end of the day, and for them to find out that you put out an album or music or a single, and, then, and, then and you're them. actually generating money off yeah. of it, and they're not included, yeah. like, you know, it's kind of bad business. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Now, now, man, uh, last year, man, 2020, June, you really you uh you did a collab project with one of my favorite rappers. I feel like he underrated his heels, currency. Currency with yes. uh Spring Clean. Yes. Like how did that come about, man? Working with him and, and just doing a whole full limb project with him. Uh he's dope. So I mean I love currency, man. Ever since I remember he was on track number ten of the Carter Two. Yes. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, dog, currency. Like, dog, currency is that dude. I think a lot of people remember currency from the Little Wayne days. Yeah, yo, you know yo, young saying? money. So, he was the original young money. Yes. Yeah. Um, I feel currency is definitely underrated, very sure, talented, facts. very versatile. Mm -hmm. And um, I just kind of wanted to give him something a little bit different. Yeah. I know, like, um, he has a sound. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, his own I, unique sound, too. His like, own unique sound. Yeah. So what I wanted to do was take his sound and kind of infuse it with mine, but make something special. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, if you listen to the beats, they're not, like, the average beat you would hear from me. Yeah. And it's not the average beat you would hear him rap on. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like out of the pocket for both of us yeah. but that was the marriage of it i yeah. was just sending him shit that i was like i want to hear him on this yeah yeah yeah. yeah i want to yeah. hear him on this for you know sure, what i mean yeah. i wish we was able to be in the studio together but yeah but that was COVID. the whole COVID. i was gonna ask you that yeah. was like right in the beginning of everybody but, nervous but we actually started that project like maybe a year and a half prior to COVID, okay. but it wasn't like 
in the in the midst of trying to be a project it was just me sending him beats yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you know he'll send me some songs back and i'm like oh okay dope yeah. and before i knew it i'm like oh damn you got these many songs yeah. you know what i mean but i just kept sending and, and then it was like i think it was like the night before the album mm. Uh, Musa, his uh, manager sent me the uh, final, yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay, good selection, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I was yeah. I was happy with the selection, but I just wanted to tweak like a couple yeah. things, and I was just happy he sent it to me because if I wasn't able to tweak those yeah. things, oh my god, <laughs> I would have been so disappointed Man. in that album. Like, cause I'm, I critique myself, yeah, for sure, way more than an average person would. Is it, do you do it a little bit too, too much to the point that? You might not release something as soon as you want to because you just like this could be better that could be better so i'm going through that right now with my artist so yeah. i have an artist named Eastaco. shout out to Eastaco, and he has a single and we recorded the single at a studio but i think this the computer might have crashed after we recorded the single okay. or whatever and it was the literally the perfect version yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean and even though we had the mp3 of it we no longer had the session of it okay so we couldn't get it mixed and mastered properly mm -hmm. so it was very like disappointing to know that but then it's like damn we have to re-record this song yeah yeah, yeah. so like that can be tough because you got to relive that moment. That's you the know part. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you know what's crazy? As, like I said, I used to rap. Yeah. So I do understand sometimes it's hard to match. Yeah, you might have a different type of energy back then. It, it, <laughs> your mind state could have been yeah, different. Yeah, your voice yeah. was different. Yeah. Everything was different. And he tried to re-record the song a couple times, and I was just like, nope, that ain't it. Nope, <laughs> now both of y'all frustrated. <laughs> yeah. Right now, current at this moment, he's probably at his house frustrated, and yeah. I'm right here doing this interview. <laughs> Still frustrated, like yeah. damn, man, so, damn, that's messed up. But, but I know we're gonna get it. I yeah. know because every time we do it, we get a little bit closer. Yeah, for sure. So I just feel like yeah. you know, just keep keep going. We're gonna get yeah. it there. Yeah, but now, I'm a perfectionist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it, it could be to it could be good and bad thing at the same time. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes. Now with that currency project, man, like um, how quick was it? Because it seemed like he a quick artist, like because he dropped mixtapes like. Damn near every every three months it seemed like yeah like is it, was it like real fast or you say y'all kind of like you no nah, it took time it took time like I like if I had to say for all the songs to come together it took at least two years yeah 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 you yeah. know what I mean but during the crunch time part of it, it was, was like during quick. COVID yeah, yeah. you know what I mean so you know especially during that time that's when I wanted to come in I like to come in like in the ending stages of mm -hmm. something and then do the cleanup yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah. so Make that's sure what I was straight. But, you know, like, you know, he wanted to keep his family safe yeah. and I wanted to stay away, you, oh, yeah, you know, especially around that time we were yeah, just starting, know, yeah, yeah. we Everybody, didn't know what to think, yeah, so. Yeah, man, that was scary times. I was in the <laughs> I thought I had COVID like five times mm -hmm. within the first couple months. Like, I'm drinking black tea. Uh, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I've been there with you. I'm just here doing the, the whole You just can't even cough around anybody. Man, a common cough, you like, you trying to hold, you about to die, like. <laughs> I remember I was on the plane, damn near about to die because I didn't want to cough. I'm like, uh, Man, right, you on, just man. got cold. You ain't trying to, man. I'm, I'm like 40 minutes left <laughs> now do you remember a track list to that album because i usually do top three on on projects and stuff that yeah. people are involved in do you mm. remember a track list to that yeah. and so would you have a top three mines would be uh roll the riches uh mm -hmm. featuring wiz yeah. coast to coast and yeah. the hardest one to me is that black mirror black mirror everybody loves black, black mirror, mirror hard man it's like something rick ross got on too yeah i want to be it's funny we made that beat for rick ross yeah, see man come on man bring me on the team man. <laughs> <laughs> so oh damn that's crazy so <laughs> out of those three i'll take i'll say two yeah road to riches 
and Coast to Coast. Rose the Riches for sure. Rose the Riches is funny to me because he didn't even know if I made the beat. Yeah. He texted me the song. Yeah. No, he texted me the beat. He yeah. said, "You made this beat." Yeah. And yeah. I said, "Yeah." yeah. And then he said, "Yes." <laughs> and then yeah. he sent he sent me the song right after that, and I was yeah. just like, "He said, listen to this." Yeah. And then I heard the Wiz verse, and I was like, "Ooh." Oh yeah, hell yeah. You gotcha. know what I mean? So yeah, cause Wiz he gave you old Wiz. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. That was that uh, cushion orange. You yeah, yeah, he gave you old Wiz. Yeah. And uh, I would say the other song is a sleeper. Yeah. It's the one with Gunplay. Oh, and see, yeah, cause I, I like that one too. Cause Gunplay, I don't man, he don't. Gunplay be dropping some shit though, yeah. man. Like, uh, I, I I forgot which album that was with Rick Ross, but he might have the best verse on the album. Yeah, no, nah, like, as far like, as against the parents, could rap. That's yeah. the, like, a lot of people be sleeping. Like yeah. he could really rap. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But he just he, his antics outshine his rapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's man. what people always remember him for. for his sure, antics. But yeah, that Black Mirror man was hard, man. Yeah. Like I'm like, yeah, see, currency man, come on, show me. I know about you, dog. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready with uh. Dame Dash right after Young Money and stuff like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got another one coming out soon. Okay. Um, a follow up. Uh, see, he, I I wanted to be a spring clean too. Yeah. But he didn't want it to be a spring clean too. So yeah, 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 the yeah. Uh, the next one is called Motion Picture. Okay. That's the next one. Okay. Um, okay. I don't. We don't have a date exactly, but we have a lot of songs yeah. already. So. Now, man, what messed me up, man? Because when I, I knew he was gonna come on the show, man, I, I, I usually go back and do a little uh, digging and searching and stuff like that. And you was talking about like how he had hit you up, like, did you do this beat? Like, you know, what I'm saying, hoping that you did it. Yeah. I did not know that you had did that Big Shine beat, the, the move. Yeah. Like that was like that shit. That's the that's the workout song right there. That's like, my know? life changer. <laughs> yeah. I got the moves. I got the moves. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was gonna ask you, cause I'm, I know you did that. You did uh, "Pen to a Cross" by Rick Ross. Yeah. You did uh, the "Money Bad Yo" uh, mm -hmm. commotions. Like, so that's the one that sticks out the, the most of that Big Sean move. Yeah, I mean that was my life changer. Yeah. One of my favorites. He, uh, I did. Damn, what's the name of that song? I did a Royce Five Nine song on his album. Okay, on, shout out Royce. Um. That reason why I like that song mm -hmm. out of my catalog is because I was a Royce fan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Growing up, just, you know, Eminem. To me, he's another one, underrated. Underrated as fuck. Man. But, you know, to, to hear him, to hear a Royce 5'9 album and then a song come on and then it starts with 808 Mafia. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. We changing the game. Hell so, yeah. um, but Big Sean was my life changer. That was the biggest song that, you know, when it came out, I just knew, like, all right, what am I about to buy? Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, it's like know. I just knew the money was about to start coming <laughs> after that. Heck yeah, man. Now, uh, man, with up and coming artists, man, and producers, like with up and coming anything that you do, you hungry because you hungry to get, you know, what I'm saying to get established, you hungry to to be known, and you know, what I'm saying to get out there. But what keep your hunger once you is established? Like once everybody know who Fuse is and you with AOA Mafia, what keep that hunger and that motivation once you already, you know, what I'm saying established? Um, man. I'm just this is my nature. Yeah. I'm just always like that. Yeah, I have yeah. a hunger for more. That's why I be out like I be telling people like a lot of people ask me all about how did I feel after I got my first plaque or my first taste of success. Like yeah, in the moment you're like yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once you go to sleep and wake up, right, for me yeah, it's yeah. like all right, what now? Yeah, for sure. What's next? Repeat it. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing about with me and goals. Uh, I find myself always having to create new ones yeah. because once I reach whatever goal I, I plan it for myself, it's really like, all right, what now? Yeah. It's almost like, imagine 
look you're at the bottom of of, of a mountain right it's, mm. it could be the tallest mountain and you're just like i gotta make it to the top yeah imagine you make it to the top yeah yeah, yeah. you standing on the top you're <laughs> yeah. looking at the ed, off the edge you see the view you've been up there for like 20 minutes now yeah, now you ready to go back down <laughs> what, what now <laughs> yeah what, what's next yeah yeah for sure like, can i get to the clouds you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? like, yeah, yeah. let's see if we can get to the clouds now you know what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? Like, for sure, yeah. so it's just like that's how it is yeah. for me it's just like i once i get to the cloud i let's see if we, i can get to space yeah yeah let's See if we can take this to another planet. Yeah. I heard about the black hole. What's going there? Like, sure. mm -hmm. So that's just me. I'm just limitless. Yeah. Now I'm always interested in knowing, like, as a producer, like, you know, as an artist, when you're in the studio, you need certain things. Some artists need, you know, saying the smokes, the drinks, you know, saying chicks, mm -hmm. be by yourself. As a producer, what do you need to have like a, a good studio session for yourself, like, in creating? Two. There's two sessions. Mm -hmm. It depends on my mood. Yeah. If I'm just trying to be locked in. And I'm not trying to like be bothered. I have to be in there by myself, mm. just locked in. Yeah. Maybe one other person, but that other person can't be, can't do music. Okay. They just have to be a listening yeah, ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, the other side of it is, I want to actually have fun. So sure. I would want my boys there. Yeah. I want that energy. Girls Hype bring you up or whatever. Yeah, bring yeah, the yeah. the girls have to be there for this type of session because when you make the beat. You want to see if a girl gets up and starts dancing. So chicks definitely had to be at, the, at when you made the move. Oh uh, no! It seemed like uh, it was just some chicks there. Nah, <laughs> man. When we made moves, it was me and my boy Trey Pounds, and I just remember we was just really inspired yeah. by like a lot of music that was coming out. Okay. And I just remember we just had the battery in our back, yeah. and we were just like, man, let's just go. To, we lived together at the time, okay. and we were just like, man, let's just go make some beats. Yeah. And I just remember we was just like every hour on the hour just yeah. creating and that was just one of the beats that was in yeah. in that time period and it just turned out you, to be did you know off the rip like this a, this a big shine song or no it was actually a beat that we did and i gave that beat to sean garrett okay and Sean Gary wrote a song for Missy, and Missy was supposed to use it. Oh damn! Hey, that's, a, well, hey, that's then, something y'all ain't know, man. Shit, and then Southside got the beat. Yeah. He loved the beat, and he put out a song called "Winning Three. Yeah. He actually released the song. Okay, recorded over. Okay. And so, I didn't know. Honestly, I mean, just speaking, like being honest, I didn't know that many people heard Southside's song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Even Big Sean heard it, I believe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's like. kind of crazy. <laughs> so I just know that um, when the Big Sean song came out, I will post it. Yeah. Anytime I will post the song, there will always be some people in the comments <laughs> like, Southside song was better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you gave away Southside's beat. Or that's the same beat Southside used. And I just be like, damn, yeah. like, how many people heard this yeah, song? Yeah, for sure, yeah. But, you know, it was all love. Southside, you know, he still supported the yeah. Big Sean shit. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Now, man, we all passionate about things that we in, man. When If it's sports, if it's music, if it's producing, whatever, we all passionate about things. And we love it to, you know what I'm saying, we love it to death. Because because you get paid for something that you love doing. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So, but but with with that, there's always things that you may hate that you got to deal with. So, what's one thing that you hate that you have to deal with on this side of business, being a producer or a manager or having your own label? What's something that that you like? Damn, I wish I had to go through this when doing this. All right, so I wear different hats okay. as a producer. I think what I hate you saying, what yeah. I dislike. Yeah, what, I, I wouldn't say you, hate. Hate is a yeah, strong word. What you word. dislike that you have to I maybe dislike, tolerate. Um, the waiting game. Okay. It's a waiting game 
where you know especially like when labels have to pay you they yeah. pay you when they're ready to pay you for sure yeah i mean yeah you got a lawyer that's on their ass and you know yo where that money at you know what i <laughs> yeah, mean every yeah, day yeah, yeah. but it's, it's still like we'll pay you when yeah. it's never like a transaction when you're like buying a sneaker at Full Locker. Here's the yeah, money. Yeah, here's the, here's yeah. the item. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, never yeah. that. Yeah. So um, that part sucks, um, and just not knowing what's next okay. as a producer, because you know yeah. you really it's about placements. Yeah, for sure. So if you're not tapped in with artists, or if you're not connected with artists. Mm -hmm. Before you know it, a whole year gonna go by. Then mm -hmm. another year is gonna go by. So how how are you paying your bills? Yeah, yeah. This is not one of those careers where you could just sell one beat and just live it off. Go forever. No, yeah. unless you <laughs> unless you sell unless you that one beat is the biggest song in life. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. you're just getting unlimited yeah. royalties. You <laughs> yep, know what yep. I mean? Like yeah, then that's different. But well, uh, damn, now this is just me. This could be a crazy question or whatever. But I just just thought about this out the blue. Mm -hmm. When well, you said placement. Is, would you rather have a placement on maybe TV or a movie than with an actual artist? Because if, like, say for instance, like, I'm just thinking about Good Times. Yeah. That song, Good Times, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it a difference in, in money being made on something that's always on, always coming on? It's all about how it's structured. Yeah. And uh, some people will do it where they're, like, uh, they want to own the master of the whatever's made. Yeah. And so they might, I don't know, you know, it's all negotiated differently, mm -hmm. you know, with these sinks. Yeah. Sometimes they'll just give you an upfront okay. and they'll just run it, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? And they'll just recoup off of their upfront, okay. you know what I'm saying? But it just depends, yeah. you know, like I've heard of people who didn't get upfronts mm -hmm. and like every time it's played, mm -hmm. they get a royalty of, you know, of it being played. Yeah, I think you still get royalties, but a lot of people give give up. They forfeit that when they take upfronts. Yeah. You up know front what I'm saying? Instead so, of having it, yeah, so you get it whenever it come on. Yeah, like, exactly. If they get syndicated. Yeah, so like you got to think, like, imagine Martin. I, I forgot. Like, I know Kid Capri made the beat for yeah, Martin, yeah, right? Yeah. And I know he's made a lot of money off of it. So okay. clearly, to my knowledge, I don't know his actual contract, but it seems as if he owned the master of that. Mm -hmm. So even to this day, no matter when Martin yeah. is played, you get paid for it. he's getting paid yeah. for it. So you got to think Martin will be played 20 years <laughs> yeah, from now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Still. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's yeah. different. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, with Good Time, Sanford Son, these things are being played. And I'm 35 and they've been on shit. When my dad was, you know what I'm saying? So you got to think, but you got to think if, if you never really had money, right? And he somebody saying like, yo, I'll give you 10 grand for this song. Right now, yeah. Right now. You know what I mean? Some people are like, damn, 10 grand? Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. But they don't know 10 grand is really like $10. To, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? About so turn to 10 million. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, shit, I'll take that 10 grand, but yeah. they don't know that I, in return, that this person is really going to be making hundreds of thousands yeah, for sure, yeah. in the long run. Ever, yeah. That's the thing. It's like an investor. Yep. They see the long run. They see yeah. the ending. Yeah. We look at and a now. lot of people look at yeah, the right now. Because like you said, you ain't seen that money. Bills is due right now. Mm -hmm. That's what that's <laughs> that's the whole stock market is yep. built off of long term. Yeah, for sure. You know fans, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. This, you're not really gonna have that flip overnight. Yeah. You're not gonna invest in a company today and then you wake up tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the long. I mean, it could happen, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying like that's yeah. less than likely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Now we wind it down, man. We get to the end, man. But I, I have a random question. I be want to ask. I always ask like random questions at times, man. Is this something in life, man, that that, that scares you, man? Like for example, with me, I mean, I know you shouldn't speak this. You, you don't speak things, or you don't try to, you know, what I'm saying 
taught things that might happen, but I'm always yeah. afraid that I might leave this earth too early and my kids, you know what I'm saying, still young kids. Yeah. So I'm afraid I got, my, that's what a fear of mine is, is leaving while my kids is young. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying, because you don't know if you would soak them with enough game to be able to carry on without you. Yeah. So what's something that you know what I'm saying, a fear of yours that you, you know what I'm saying, you may, you may deal with or, you know what I'm saying, that is in the back of your mind, uh, you know what I'm saying, often? Um, I if got, it's anything. I got a couple of them. <laughs> Uh, but I was, I don't know. If we're gonna say life related, mm -hmm. just general life, mm -hmm. I would just say, um, I know that we all have fears, right? Yeah, for sure. If you know anything about fears, as long as you hold on to them, you're eventually gonna have to face it. Yeah, yeah. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So I look at it like I try to conquer them before yeah it could happen I, it could happen yeah. you know a lot of fears that i've had i've encountered them and mm -hmm. i made it through mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but some of them i realized like i i had like i had a fear of height so i yeah. went skydiving yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so it was just like all right i grabbed the bull by the horns on that one yeah, yeah, you know sure. what i mean like i remember i was scared of snakes because mm -hmm. my mother she's scared of snakes and yeah. i knew that wasn't my natural fear yeah so i was just like i'm not going to let my mother reflect yeah, on me yeah, where yeah. the snakes at <laughs> bring them hey, on man, you know what interview, i gotta show you this picture of me with these snakes in my <laughs> i was scared <laughs> yeah so yeah. i'd be around snakes and then it was like i remember one of my biggest fears this is gonna sound funny as hell was pit bulls yeah <laughs> hey, i used to be shit. terrified yeah. of pit bulls yeah. but you would never guess that because before you knew it i had 12. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i'm a pit bull you breeder you tag that boy for real you know what i'm saying yeah. so it was just like i just tackled i, yeah. just, I remember i was always scared of guns and shootouts and yeah. i just didn't want to be in the midst of none of that yeah, and i just sure. remembered my house got shot up yeah, yeah you know what i'm yeah. saying like it wasn't for me yeah. it was it was a house where it was a bunch of roommates yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. i just remember that was an experience where it was just like holy <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah. for the some, whole yeah. fucking house got shot up <laughs> yeah. and we're still alive Damn, holy yeah, shit yeah, yeah. you know what Thank I mean? God, like, shit. so you know what i mean i would say uh music wise if yeah. i had a fear uh, it would probably just be not being able to check off all the boxes okay you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. all the goals that i have you for know sure. what i mean i checked off a lot i'm grateful for yeah, where i'm at yeah. very grateful but it's just still more that i want to check off you mm -hmm. know what i mean that okay now another uh, another random question totally different you know a lot of times you uh a person musical choice could tell tell you a lot about somebody mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? if i give you uh the aux and you you know what I'm saying you put some stuff in like damn that nigga, he, he deep he, you know you can tell a deep brother from his music mm -hmm. like a wild boy whatever like that you know what I'm saying or you can mix it up be a little deep a little wild yeah um can a chick playlist be a red flag because to me if a chick know word for word every gucci man song in 20 2006 mm -hmm. uh, she probably for the streets <laughs> I'm so, gonna be real with you. Damn, that's a tricky one. I love like Gucci Man is a piece of shit. I personally love being around women with and hearing their musical taste, uh -huh. especially their musical taste because believe it or not, they're great A and R's. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, because you already know there's a lot of music that I did wasn't even up on yeah. that girls put me on to. Yeah. And I'll be like, who's this? Yeah, who's yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it might have been on the R and B side yeah, of things, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but yeah. it's always like, who's this? So I think they have good musical taste. Mm -hmm. um, can't be but when it comes to like, knowing the lyrics of ratchet yeah, music yeah, yeah. Like, and fucked up shit, that's the only thing shit, you play. I just feel like. <laughs> Not necessarily, because yeah. girls are still emotional creatures. For sure. No matter how much they want to be niggas, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's still a softness under that shell, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, 
So I just feel like that's just an exterior. Yeah. You know what I mean? Girls put on, they love that music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they fall in love, it's over. It's back to that R&B playlist. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? That R&B playlist is, is there. <laughs> so believe that. Yeah, because that's funny. We were talking about that stuff. Like We were talking about like how if a girl in her Instagram story is constantly, hey, hey, like, oh, shit. Yeah. I don't want to mess with the A girl. I mean, you know what it is? Do, I, so be honest with yourself. Do you really care about a girl being for the streets? You talking about once it's time for her be with me? That's, see, that's, you see the contradiction. That's why I say that. It's a contradiction with all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If we're that's just fucking, fact. we yeah. don't give a we don't fuck. Give a, yeah, we don't give a damn. Who she in did something. You, yeah, I don't care if you just left your man's yeah. house. Yeah. But the minute you're like, I want to pursue her. Yeah. And you're like, you was around what niggas last yeah, night? for sure. You was, what, nah, you ain't go to no club. Like, yeah. now you, you, you're trying to remove her from which you met her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's just like, we can't automatically <laughs> just want that change. You know? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. girls do the same thing with us. Yeah, for sure. You know they'll fuck with you in the beginning. They you know, know you got you bitches. Yeah, they know they're not the only one. You just met them. Yeah, you, you know coming I mean? to the crib all the time. Now, yeah, yeah you yeah. on date number five. They know you got yeah. hoes. Yeah, yeah, but the minute you break, you blowing her back out, <laughs> and you got her doing wild shit in the yeah. bedroom, yeah. she's like, all right, nigga. All right, I love you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what we doing down. here? <laughs> yeah, she was trying every five seconds asking where you at. Exactly, it changes. So now she wants to change you. Yeah, so that's all it is. Relationships at the end of the day is two yeah. people who are Damn. willing to change for each other at the same time. Damn, that's a fact. Yeah, that's real shit. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> nah, for that's real. Like, that's we real, all, that's for when real. you come to, you gotta think. When you're dealing with somebody, you have to change. Yeah, you got to. It's, because it's, it's, it's some shit that's gonna irritate her. It's some it, shit that's you gonna irritate to, you. You have to exactly. So y'all have to find a way to be compatible, and that if you want being compatible it all deals with this line of respect and if y'all both respect that that line right there then that's a real relationship nine yeah. times out of ten is not like that it's yeah. usually one-sided one person is more invested than the other you okay. know what i'm saying because yeah, 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 some yeah. you know you might be like y'all really want to be with her but she might be like damn i like him i fuck with him but damn this nigga over here getting money i like him too you know what i mean like it could be all types of influences and the same thing with women okay. i mean you know what i mean like uh, they will be invested and we'll be like, damn, you know, yeah. shorty cool. Okay, okay. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, all right, man. I just, just, we, at the end, man, I always do this, man. Top three. I'll give you a category. Give me your top three. Top three. Yeah. Give me your top three childhood crushes. Top, oh, I, Vanity from The Last Dragon. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, whew, uh, top three. Uh, Christina Milian. Okay, yeah, yeah. She up there. She was nice. Hell yeah. And I, it's only right. Um, I'm gonna I'm a pick one that most people probably wouldn't pick. Rosario Dawson. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She nice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I used to like her since the movie Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. was the wild. I one. remember that joint. Yeah, that's, ain't that the one where it had AIDS and yeah, shit? Yeah, he was, yeah, just, he was yeah. just passing AIDS yeah. to all the girls. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell she yeah. was the one that was fucking everybody, but she didn't have AIDS. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> my wife put me on that movie, dog. Yeah, that's Damn, crazy. Dog. My man off of uh off of Friday too. Uh, um, um, cockroach. Oh, yeah, cockroach. Yeah, cockroach. He was, yeah. he was in there. He yeah, yeah. His name was Casper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. Give me your top three. Uh, give me your top three personal influences. Not music, just personal. Like personal, just yeah. in, in life. Yeah, in just general. in life in general. My dad. Um, definitely, I would say Michael Jordan. Okay. And last but not least, I would say Iverson. Okay. And reason, I mean, oh, yeah, they both they both basketball players, but 
Jordan influenced me on the basketball level. Iverson influenced me on the image level. Yeah, like he changed the, the culture. The cornrows, yeah, the tattoos. tattoos yeah, the, you man. know what I mean? Hooping with a do-rag. Like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah. he want to have people putting on arms. Yeah, the sleeves. sleeve. Yeah. I still hoop with a sleeve to this yeah. day. Like, yeah, yeah so man. It really Definitely, definitely. Uh, Al Iverson, man. All right, give me your top three movies. Juice. Oh, yeah. Uh, shit. Uh, Last Dragon. Okay. Uh, Paid in Full. Paying for hell yeah, that's the shit right there, man. All right, top three TV shows: Martin, Fresh Prince, and um, Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, was, I was a Power Ranger. Hey, we used kid. to fight. We used to fight at school. Who's gonna be a Green Ranger or a Red one? Cause <laughs> you wanna to, be motherfucking Billy. Uh, nobody <laughs> wanted to be <laughs> the, the Wack Ranger. Like everybody wanted to be the Red right. Ranger. Last top three, man. Top three uh, moments in life. Top three: uh, Big Sean moves. Okay. Um, getting recruited to college full scholarship. Yeah, definitely dope. And um, I would say buying my first sports car. Okay, okay, that's what's up. Hell yeah, good, good, good three, good three. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now we always end everything off, man. How moment, drunk moment, a funny story when you was one or both. Uh, I'll give you a drunk moment because right. I don't drink. All right, man. Uh, so, so Southside had a birthday party at this club in Atlanta and we all showed up and I guess it was a, a both moment cause you, you're really not supposed to mix the two. Yeah. I mean like to be honest, unless your tolerance is just crazy. Mm -hmm. But I just remember that I smoked a couple blunts mm -hmm. uh, during the, you know, during the party. Mm -hmm. Then all I know is that uh, Southside's girlfriend at the time, um, her family was coming through and they was bringing like punch yeah, yeah, yeah these yeah. big jars of <laughs> things of punch yeah so i just remember everybody like yo that punch good that punch good yeah, you yeah. know what i'm saying so i'm like let me go get some punch you yeah. know what i mean so i went over there and i remember she was just like be easy with that punch yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. but i it didn't register everybody said be easy it's like you go crazy <laughs> she was like be easy with that punch i i remember i poured it in my cup i took a sip I, when i say you don't even taste not one drop of liquor that's the worst not one drop. Yeah. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. This shit is juice. Yeah. Go, go, go. Yeah. I'm sitting in the corner and I'm like, that shit was Kool-Aid, nigga. Let me yeah. go get some more. Yeah, like, yeah, it sure. didn't kick in or nothing. I got, went and got another cup. I think, oh yeah, all it took was two cups. Yeah. I was sitting, I just remember there's a step, just like you see the step. Yeah. There's another step that's up. I'm on, this, I'm on the second one. My boy Queso <laughs> is standing in front of me. All I know is that I just started rocking back and forth. Yeah. And I just remember I leaned over, so he's in front of me, but he's facing this way. So I go by his ear, and I'm like, I'm not doing too good. <laughs> and he was just like, yo, what's good? You all right? I said, yo, just stand there. Don't move. <laughs> so I remember I leaned over on him, and I said, just walk. Yeah. So he's like, where? I said, walk out of here. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm leaning on him as he's walking out now at this point i'm yo when i say my shirt my <laughs> pants was stuck to my legs i was just soaking wet from oh, just i just started sweating out of nowhere like bad like real bad yeah. out the sauna bad man damn. so he just walking he makes it he uh he makes it to outside uh, he's like yo what are, you, are you okay are you okay i was like Yo, just go get the car. Yeah. You know, I'm like out of breath and all of this because I'm just really <laughs> fucked up. Damn. And he's like, I right, just sit right here. So I'm sitting on the bench yeah. when he leaves me. Yeah. When he comes back, I'm laid out on the sidewalk. Duh. Face down. <laughs> Damn. And I close my eyes. Yeah. All I just felt, he was just like, yo, get up, get up, get Man, up. Damn. I open my eyes and I'm like, Damn. 
Duh. I was just like, I just I didn't even notice I was on the floor. That's how drunk I was. Man. And damn. he was just like, damn, bro, why you drink? I was just like, yo, it was juice, man. <laughs> they played me. Though. Yeah, like, yo, it was juice, man. man. And he was just like, nah, man, you shouldn't have drank that shit. And he was just helping me up to the car. Yeah. We, the thing was, he couldn't even get to the car. He had to hop in, we had to hop in the car with somebody else to drive us to his car. <laughs> so it was just, it was just a shit show. It God was just damn, like, yeah, man. so that was my drunk yeah. moment. That, honestly, that was my last drunk moment. Moment. I bet. <laughs> I, it almost happened at the Walker show. Walker had a show like three days ago in Athens, and I went there, and there was a bottle of Tito's, oh, and there was Got Sprite. Yeah, yeah. I wanted the Sprite. Good mix too. So I poured the Sprite, and I looked at the Tito's, and I was just like, a splash won't hurt. <laughs> Boom, put a splash, and I was just like, oh, a little extra. <laughs> a little Boom, little put extra. it down. Smoking my blunt like just like usual. Now I'm now I'm sipping though. Yeah. I know it's Sprite and I know it got Tito's in it, but yeah. I'm sipping. Yeah, yeah, for sure. One cup, I'm sipping. Yeah. All I know is that I'm sitting next to my boy J Rock that I co-managed with, and I was just like, Yeah, I gotta put the cup down. <laughs> he was just like, What do you mean? Yeah, he was, I was like, Yeah, it's that time, bro. And I had the blunt in my hand, so I'm thinking I could just still smoke the blunt. Yeah. And I said. Now nah, I gotta put the blunt down. <laughs> hey, but you know, uh, you learned, you learned. Nah, huh? I literally put both of them down, and I was just like, "That's it." And I just remember, like, I was on stage while they were performing, and I'm just like, "I'm so happy I stopped," because <laughs> I started really start. It was still fucking with me while I was on stage. So I was just like, <laughs> "I was just like, I'm so happy I stopped." And then, yeah, yeah, by the time it was time man. to go, I just slept the whole ride home. Yeah, but man, yeah. that was, I'm glad you came up with a dope story because last. 15 people and told the wackiest goddamn drunk story like yeah I drunk I was fucked up I woke up like nigga you could have told me you just had no story you know? like, nah <laughs> I mean nah. hey man I appreciate you coming on the show I appreciate man. you having me appreciate your time man hey uh can you tell people where you can find you on your socials and everything uh, like that yes sir you can find me on uh, Instagram Fuse, 808 Mafia, and this Fuse with an S. I don't know why some people still be typing like a Z, Z yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, Fuse makes beats on Twitter uh, and pretty much Fuse 808 Mafia on all other uh, social platforms. Okay, that's what's up, that's what's up, man. Yeah, like I said, I appreciate you coming. Oh, yeah, this uh, episode is sponsored by goddamn Duke of Dane. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whiskey. You mess with that lane, get you a nigga with some Duke of Dane. That. Like a Diddy in the back, man. You know what I'm saying? That's Shout that, him out, man. That's but that yeah. real whiskey right there. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Like I said, hey, man, if it's Kool-Aid, don't drink that shit because it's really liquid. <laughs> Shout out to everybody, man. Episode 8. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or your company are looking to jump into the podcast world, now is the time. The Plug Agency is here to connect you to the full power of podcasting. You just record and leave the rest to us. The people are listening and want to hear from you. Theplug-agency.com. That's theplug-agency.com. Click the link in the episode description for an exclusive offer.